Hello, I'm Aisha Khan and on today's update, the UAE announced 2012 new cases of coronavirus, two deaths and 2,147 recoveries. There were over 195,000 tests carried out. Globally, there have now been more than 131.6 million cases. The Emirates Development Bank will provide 30 billion dirhams in financing over the coming five years to support the UAE's efforts to more than double the size of the industrial sector in the coming decade. The announcement was made on Monday by Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid, Vice President and Ruler of Dubai. The funds will help create and back 13,500 new companies in various sectors and generate 25,000 jobs, Sheikh Mohammed said on Twitter as he unveiled the initiative. Authorities in the UAE have warned customers to never share one-time passwords with unidentified callers. Abu Dhabi police and fraud analysts at Abu Dhabi Islamic Bank said there had been a rise in fake online deals where scammers ask people to share their one-time passwords. Scammers pose as company officials and tell users to generate a one-time password to claim cash prizes or update their bank details. When buying anything online using a credit or debit card, net banking or e-wallet, a one-time password is sent to a user's phone or email. This is the last level of authentication, but scammers often steal this password by infecting people's phones with malware. Fraudsters can access passwords once a person clicks on a link, and once online scammers steal the one-time password, it is very easy for money to be transferred. Jordan's former crown prince, Hamza bin Hussein, has signed a declaration reaffirming loyalty to King Abdullah, the royal court said. The announcement indicates that the rift within the royal family has come to an end, after what was reported at the weekend as an unprecedented political crisis in the kingdom. On Sunday, Jordan's deputy prime minister, Ayman al-Safadi, revealed details of what he said was a plot to undermine security in the country after arrests announced on Saturday. Prince Hamza was among those blamed for supposedly sowing internal division, prompting rumours that a coup may have been attempted. The solution to the rift was brokered by King Abdullah's uncle, Prince Hassan bin Talal, reportedly ending the public dispute. Talks between Egypt, Sudan and Ethiopia on the massive Nile Dam being built by Addis Ababa showed no signs of progress since they began at the weekend, raising the prospect of the long-running dispute escalating. Sudanese and Egyptian sources briefed on the ongoing talks that Ethiopia had repeated its rejection of a demand by downstream nations Egypt and Sudan to invite a quartet of the United States, the United Nations, the European Union and the African Union to mediate in the deadlocked talks. Instead, they said, Ethiopia was proposing an agreement on sharing the water of the Nile among the river's ten littoral states, a suggestion that the Sudanese and Egyptian delegates took to be another time-wasting ploy by Addis Ababa. Now over to Thray Abdullahi for what's trending. Good morning, Aisha. Trending this morning. In the U.S., fears of a toxic wastewater pond collapse in Florida has led to a state of emergency being declared for hundreds of residents in Manatee County to evacuate their homes over the Easter weekend. Also trending this morning, according to Nigerian authorities, 1,800 inmates managed to escape prison after gunmen launched a series of coordinated attacks overnight in southeastern Nigeria. Finally, North Korea withdraws from the summer Olympics in Tokyo due to safety concerns because of the coronavirus pandemic. That's it for today's update. For our full range of podcasts, head to the podcast section of the nationalnews.com.